boxed, ready for Saturday morning's Greyhound Racing Wrap. Across Victoria, RSN 927 is talking greyhounds. And g'day from JT. What a privilege to be talking greyhounds today because uh, tonight out at the Meadows, the heats of the Australian Cup after last week's Group 1 action there and then in seven days' time, it's the big dance, the Group 1 Australian Cup. Another canine to put their name in the record book, Simone Fisher. Howdy, Simone. Morning, John. Gee, it's a great time of the year to be involved in the sport, isn't it? Mm. Um, some outstanding racing in that night at the Meadows last week. Three Group 1s and... Three outstanding runs from three outstanding greyhounds and maybe the best is yet to come. Who knows? Quite possibly. What's on the show today, Simone? I'll be talking to Callie Bravo after the outstanding win in the Temley of Strike a Light, of course, and about her chances in one of the cup heats tonight. Also, Tom Daly, he and his wife Andrea have 10 runners in the heats. That's not including reserves um, spread over the heats tonight. So be talking to him about a few of his main chances as well. Yeah, I look forward to, uh, to hearing both those interviews. Well done to Georgie Ferrugia with his little girl, another G1, and uh, also at uh, his home ground. What's been, as if I need to ask Simone, <laughs> what's been making news in greyhound racing this week? Well, we all know that the three group ones last week, the Australian Cup Carnival kicked off in sensational style, mm, didn't it? Uh, absolutely. Couldn't, couldn't have got any better. So Strike a Light in the Tem Lee ran a 30.04. Dinah Dean in the Rookie Rebel a 34 and 30 and Fanta Bale in the zoom top a 42 35 so Fanta Bale now is the only greyhound to have won both the rookie rebel over the 600 metres and the zoom top over the 725 she's won eight group one races eight g1s eight group ones that's she's been that's, in 10 of them and won so, eight so so if you had a pup that's started in a g1 10 times and won eight of them uh, that's a pretty good canine. Well, this is, um, you know, we're always looking for the best we've ever seen, aren't we? We're always trying to compare greyhounds from different eras. But mm. I think um, it will be said for many people, this is the best greyhound we've ever seen or that, you know, in their lifetime. And that mm. would be rightly so because she's still got group one races coming up yep. as well. Yeah, I think I think the main thing is she doesn't win by big margins, but it's a tenacity and will to win, as we saw last week in the Zoom top. She mm. just has this incredible will to win uh, yeah. and that's very very rare it is when you consider that there's nothing guiding her in that race there's no jockey on her back saying come on the last 200 you've got to amp it up it's just purely her instinct mm. and her tenacity she's just a pleasure to watch mm. she really is she just i don't think she's ever disappointed and maybe we expect too much sometimes and then you think is tonight the night she's just not going to do it but she just Continues, oh, she finds the level, doesn't she? She continues to uh, to perform. What else is she does. Uh, what else is on the uh, on the list of news? Okay, so the eight heats of the Australian Cup tonight, and two of the super stayers, which means at the Australian Cup it is Southern Death. You have to win, and mm. with the super stayers, the first four uh, go through out of the two heats. So a few more chances there um, to get into the final. So the Meadows have a big night planned tonight. It's uh, got a colour theme. So okay, for children, they're allowed to or they're able to run through obstacles around on the ground area and I think get colours thrown at them and maybe it's dye. May, I, don't, I don't know. Um, but they're providing Reach for goggles. the sad wonder soap, Mum. <laughs> yes. That's what we'll do. Pack the old, wear the old clothes. That's pack, it. Yeah, pack a change of clothes and they're providing goggles. So <laughs> that gives you a heads up on what might transpire. <laughs> Sounds like a lot of fun for the children. It, it certainly does. Uh, the Judy Haley Memorial was run at Sandown on Thursday night, and uh, Shona Thompson trained the winner there, True Talent, who's actually a brother to Out of Range. Lovely story. And Poke the Bear. Yeah, this greyhound had its first city win in the final, led all the way in 29 and 60. And Shona said that 
she's been very lucky that this greyhound's actually made it to the track. So obviously there's been a few issues along the mm. way and uh, to come out and win a feature event, of which was very dear to Shana's heart because many of us are very fond of and fam- familiar with Judy Haley. I mean, she's been around, she was around for a long time and mm. to lose someone like her out of the industry, it's great that Sandown are recognising that and um, putting on this girls' night out every year and raising money for different women's organisations. So this year it was uh, Safe, De- Safe Steps, which is an organisation that helps women who are victims of domestic violence and also the Ovarian Cancer um, Association. So a, a great night there and it, it, oh, they just do it so well. Mm. They really do. And how did you and Victoria go? Oh, we went very well. Very subdued? Yeah, it was actually a lot more subdued this year than what okay. it has been. The village people, you know, they had mm. the, remember the Indian, the policeman? Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, showing my age here. <laughs> and um, they had the Pink Funhouse tribute show, which... Um, oh, great. So there's a lot of dancing, a lot of fun, and money raised for good causes. That's excellent, and uh, well well done to the crew at Sandown. What else is uh, news, Simone? Well, to the gallows. Uh, he's a veteran chaser. He's over five. How old is he? He's five. Five. He was five wow. in December. Um and he won over the 390 at Ballarat on Wednesday night in 21.99. He's now had 121 starts for 40 wins and 40 placings. Whoa. So with a time like that, he's not going to be stopping anytime soon, you wouldn't think. Excellent. Mapunga Blazer will be commencing stud duties shortly. Uh, the son of Barsha Bala, Mapunga Nikki. He'd been battling injuries throughout his short racing career mm. uh, since the Maturity Classic win last year. He's only had 22 starts, but won 11 of those and had some placings and won over $160,000 in stakes. So he's heading to Meticulous Lodge with Paul Westerveld in March. Good stud master. Yeah, very good. We will get Paul on. When all this uh, Australian Cup carnival is passed, we will get Paul on to talk about um, the stud dogs again. And the introductory fee of $1,650 is pretty affordable there for Mm. people to get into the breeding. So owner... Barry Smith, who was inducted into the Hall of Fame last year, he's already got some of his own bitches lined up. Now, he's been breeding. His line's continued for 40 years. So for someone to endorse their own product, and, I mean, it stands to reason, why wouldn't Mm. you, after that amount of time? Well, he might be the next best thing. Who knows? Look forward to uh, that. Yes, and last week, John, we spoke briefly about Lightning Frank. Uh, He was back to his best last week at Ballarat. Now, we speculated whether he'd be in the Australian Cup heats. Now, he's not, obviously. Mm. They've come out. But um, Connection said that they were no, under no illusion that last week's run, you know, that he, he wouldn't be ready for the Australian Cup heats. They so must have been listening to Talking Greyhounds. They do. They are. They tune in. I know, I know Is he heading do. to the Easter egg? He's heading well, to the Easter egg. We should get a spotter's fee. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps we should. <laughs> <laughs> no, isn't it, isn't it reassuring to see trainers say, okay, we've got him back. He's 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 match fit now to a point, but not to go into that white hot cauldron of eight heats where it's just there's no tomorrow. That's right, and over the 525 yeah. meters. So they ran him at Warnable on Thursday night. He won in 25 and 65 over the 450 there. So all stepping stones leading up to the Easter egg mm. heats in a couple of weeks. Wise move. Well done to uh, to the team. It's just good to see. And but. Not not only the the connections of lightning frack, the connections of all greyhounds always put the canine first because ultimately to. he or she is the one that's going to win or lose the race on the track. That's right, and if you get a little bit um, 
you know, carried away, which it would be easy to when you had your dog come back from injury running that fast. Especially when be... there's 145 large on offer. Yeah, that's exactly it. So it's, um, it's but... just one of those things. You have to be sensible about your choices and decisions. All about the long games, uh, games Simone. All right, let's hit the phones now here on Talking Greyhounds on RSN 927 and have a chat to a pretty happy Kelly Bravo. <laughs> What's making news around the kennels? RSN 927's Talking Greyhounds with Simone Fisher. The Sky Racing Australian Cup Carnival continues tonight at the Meadows. It's free entry to see the stars in the heats of the Group 1 Australian Cup and the Superstayers. Plus live music on the deck and a massive colour fun fest for the kids. Get all the carnival info at themeadows.org.au. Good morning, Callie. Thanks for joining us on Talking Greyhounds this morning. I know it's been a busy couple of weeks for you, but you must still be buzzing after that Tim Lee win with Stroke a Light last week. Yeah, oh, for sure. You know, she definitely makes it easier to get up in the morning, that's for sure. Yeah, we all need a kennel of her, don't we? Oh, uh, I know. Yeah, she's, she's definitely a bit freaky. So yeah. She went into the race last week from the red box again. Last year she was in the Temley and had drawn the red box. So what were your thoughts going into the final last week? Oh, look, to be honest, I never gave it a lot of thought. You knew she was well boxed, um, but there's, there was a lot of strong dogs in the race and, I, and I just, all week I just kind of knew that she, she had to do everything right. She had to get out and, and you know, get a good break on them. Um, she, we, we put her around there the week before just to give her a run round the track and out of the boxes again because it had been a long time since she'd been there and she did miss the start a bit and but she put in a really good a good run and, and ran a good third and um so we were happy you know a bit disappointed how she began but we were really happy with her run and how she stuck it out so it was a, it was a good hit out for her going into the race because it was her first 500 meter race in a long time and um so where yeah, we just hoped that she got a nice break on them and and you know hoped that there might have been a little bit of a scrimmage on the turn which there was and and you know she did enough to hold on so Oh, she did. The acceleration she showed going into that or just coming out of that first term turn was um, amazing. But I think the best part of this story, Kelly, is the fact that she was scratched from the Ballarat Cup. She's only had a handful of starts since running in the Melbourne Cup last year. And the fact that you've held her up over 12 months to win three Group 1s now, it's a pretty amazing training feat, really. Yeah, look, she's, she'd been pretty good. She'd been pretty solid in her you know, in her soundness all year. And then, um, obviously, she, she tore a triangle in the in the Ballarat Cup. It was a really wet track. And, you know, all dogs had to race on it. And she, she still won by, I think, eight or nine lengths in her heat. But her run home, even though it was wet, was a bit disappointing. And um, and Brett sort of suggested that. And I said, oh, no, you know, it's a wet track. And, and she still won well. But the next morning, yeah, it was the telltale. She she was a bit croppy. And, um, and she, yeah, she'd torn a triangle. So... I guess in our mind we were just hoping that she'd done enough to get an invite to the Tim Lee and, and the aim was to get her back on the track and give her the, the couple of 450s that she had leading into it. And um, and once once she was able to be swam, Brett swam her pretty much every day. Um, you know, it just, it just brought her fitness up so much quicker and, and then we were able to start galloping her again and um, and she, she hasn't had a drama with it since. So, it's, you know, a little bit extra time just, just sort of, you know, proves that it, it helped her now. So, um, you know, touch wood. That, that's the last issue we'll have for a while and we'll be able to keep her on the track for a little bit longer. Well, hopefully tonight she's come up with box two in heat five of the Australian Cup. You've got uh, Mystery Ride on your inside who can begin but can miss it and you've got Hecton Bale on your outside. He probably shouldn't bother you too much with pace so you must be happy coming up with an inside draw again. 
Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, after last week, I sort of said to myself, look, you know, she's she's done a lot um, for us anyway. But, um, look, it, I guess in, in a way it's a little bit similar to last week. You know, she's got a lot of lot of strong dogs in a race. She's got Hexham Bale and, and Dinah Chance and dogs like that. So, you know, she could ultimately make the race for them if she does begin well. Um, but, you know, she's there and, and, like you said, she's drawn well. And um, if, she gives, if she gets out well like she did last week and... It's the second section that sort of breaks the dogs up a bit. She's got a phenomenal second section wherever she goes, and um, you know that's where she sort of sets up most of her lead. Um, so hopefully she can begin well, and and that yeah, that then it's all up to the you know what hands out in the race really. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's some handy chases in this. Dinah Chancer, Jezelenko, you have got Slingshot Gypsy drawn in box eight, but there's a little bit of pace on the outside and. Um, not too much pace around her. And I guess if she can get a break on them, Kelly, like she did in the Tem Lee, um, she'd probably find a couple of lengths at the end as well. Yeah, I think so. You know, she's. Um, we were just sort of discussing that this week and we sort of said, you know, really this week's probably, this week maybe and next week probably her, she'll be back at her peak. Um, you know, the, like I said, the first 500 she had the week before was just a really tough run for her. And um, last week was a, a nice hit out. So I guess probably, yeah, fitness-wise, 500, you know, tonight would probably be where she'll be at her best. Um, but, you know, there, there's some pretty strong, smart dogs in there. So she she will probably need a little bit of luck like she got last week, that's for sure. Well, let's hope she does because it was such a thrilling race. And um, congratulations to you and Brett. And also George Faruja. He um, always gives up his time on this show and... He gets very excited. So I've got you on this week. I had him on the show last week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Try no, and mix. George is, George is great. He, yeah, he's but... great. But you've got another greyhound in. Uh, we'll just touch on Packy Keeping. He's in a heat of the Superstayers. Now, you have to run in the first four. Are you confident that he can run a place in this heat? Oh, look, the Keeping boys, they're, they're tricky dogs. You, you know, they've, they've got a lot of ability. They're, they're probably not, um, you know, they're definitely no fan of bales. Um, but, <laughs> you know, is? on their night, they... they they definitely um, are quite capable. Um, they just, you know, he just needs to, to get a good run into the race. You know, I, I didn't give him much of a chance in the bold trees and he ran a really gallant second to Santa Bale. Um, but, he, you know, he jumped last and he just worked his way through the field. Um, and then going back a couple of weeks, he went to Sandown and, and jumped last and just didn't do much at all. So you, you can't gauge him. Um, you know, if there's a run there, he'll, he'll go for it. Um, I guess it just depends how much pace, you know, pace there'll be and... Um, he, he tends to stay out of trouble. He doesn't tend to find too much trouble. He just sort of hangs around and, and works out where he wants to go. But, um, look, it, it definitely wouldn't be on him to, you know, to qualify. Um, but, yeah, we, it definitely couldn't stay until after the race, to be honest. <laughs> He's, he um, looks like he may be well-drawn too. So I guess his style of running that he can just begin last or drop out and he's got this big, powerful finish um, when yeah, he look, when he wants to do it, that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Look, you know, they, they definitely don't lack in ability, that's for sure. Um you know, like I said, it just depends how the race pans out. Stay as a, a you know, quirky dogs, I think, and <laughs> they tend to, you know, you don't sort of know from one week to the next what they're going to do unless they're fan of bale. But, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, look, you know, it, hopefully he's up, up sort of around there and, um, you know, he might be able to run into a place. They've qualified for quite a few group races just by running places and then, you know, um, just, you know, the, the brother, he won a, a group three up in Sydney and, and Packy's ran second in the bold too, so they... They definitely are, you know. They're thereabouts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You yeah. Know, they're no world beaters, but they're, they're better than average dogs too, for sure. Yeah, and they're two good heats too. I mean, you're, you're coming up against Where Art Thou, Azkaban, Rip and Sam, 
uh, and quick jagger. So, I mean, if he does get through, it, it's going to mean that he hasn't, you know, he's done it on his merits. He can't just yeah, fluke, look, fluke they're a They're the type of run. dogs he has been racing. Like, they, you know, sometimes you look and you think, oh, you know, they've, they've got some really tough, tough competition tonight. But, you know, then they'll come out and he, he won a handicap there, which granted it was a handicap race, but he, he really ran a nice race there a few weeks ago and, and worked his way to the front nice and early. But, um, yeah, look, it, you know, they're all the sort of dogs he's been racing probably the last three months. So, um, yeah, I guess it just depends on, on, on you know, on how him. the race turns out. But, yeah, look, happy enough with him. He's nice and he's fit and he's happy and he's sound. And, um, you know, he's going into the race 100%, so that's all we can do for him. So. Yeah, it certainly is. Well, best of luck tonight, Callie, in the uh, heat of the Australian Cup with Strike Light and also heat of the Superstars with Packy Keeping. Thanks, Simone. RSN 927's Talking Greyhounds with Simone Fisher. Kelly Bravo, who'll be busy tonight out at the Meadows. Fast times of the week, Simone. I'm sure you've got plenty. There have been plenty again, John. I've tried to keep it um, quite brief here, but I didn't want to cut too many out. So Van de Bale, of course, at the Meadows, the 42.35 there over the 7.25. Jet Blaster, an 18.97 at Hillsville over Saw that the 3.50. Yeah, good run there. It was a good run. Yeah, for John Barbara. And also at Hillsville over the 300. Alouette Jack for Kevin Ward went to 16. 16- 64. So the track was probably very good there. Mm. It's always good, but when you get a couple of fast times on the one track... I can justify watching races in my job. (laughs) Of course you can. (laughs) A bit of a bet going on on the side. Oh, possibly. Possibly. (laughs) Oh, well, there you go. You're living the dream, aren't you, Absolutely. Uh, Trooper for Karen Leake, a 485 win at Horsham in 2701. Just outside the track record there. I saw Karen Mm. on Thursday night. She was very, very pleased with the run. Nash Road Betty, a 22.96 over the 4.10 at Horsham there for Stephen White. Right said Frank for Jess Sharp, a 400 metre Geelong win in 22.54. Brett Bravo, hone in, ran a 24.96 over the 4.50 at Ballarat. And over the 3.90 at Ballarat, we had a very fast 21.79 by Noonbarra Storm for Kevin Turner. At Shepparton over the 3.90, Rod Clark had R Sugar Sugar run a 21.98. And at Sandown Thursday night over the 5.95, Brooke Ennis had Trit Trit run 34.07. Some quick times. It's the expert pick, Simone's Run of the Week. Now, I don't envy your task this week, Simone. Um, You've got a lot of material to work with. (laughs) There's been some outstanding runs. I mean, the three group ones could put them all in. Mm. Uh, Slick, the run of him running second to strike a light was nothing short of outstanding. It was. Dinah Chance ran the quickest on the night at the Meadows, and he was in a just a normal race. So there's been a number of greyhounds, but, you know, the safety net, I guess, Fanta Bale, how can you ever deny her a run of the week? She was chasing down a very speedy Champagne Sally. Uh, she had some quick chases not far behind her towards the end, but... It's mm. just her will to win. Yeah. She deserves it. She has an an amazing race smart sense. She does. You, know, you, you see greyhounds over the course of, course of 20, 30, 40 years, and there's only a few that just, they can almost plot the race before it unfolds. Yeah. And she's in that category. She dictates terms, doesn't she? Yeah. She it's really does. just phenomenal. So uh, I know, Rob, you, <laughs> you, you must know what we're talking about, but she is a special little girl. So fan of Bale, the run of the week. Hey, we'll take a break. Simone, the other side, we'll have a chat to Tom Daly on Talking Greyhounds. Love your doggies. The Greyhound Leader, RSN 927. 
The Sky Racing Australian Cup Carnival continues tonight at the Meadows. Action-packed greyhound racing with heats of the Group 1 Australian Cup, plus live music on the deck and a massive colour fun fest for the kids. Get all the carnival info at themeadows.org.au. Doggy News. From start to finish, RSN 927 is talking greyhounds. Racing. Donna Double went a little bit slow to begin. Aston Bolero beginning fast. Black Frenzy now is going to lead Aston Bolero out of the straight. It went wide down and out there. Extreme knocker on the first turn going to the back and Black Frenzy the leader. It's four lengths out in front. Aston Bolero. Donna Double one going up on the inside. Three away then came Diego Bale followed by Marira. Ernest Bale and popped the cork coming up the back straight. It's Black Frenzy the leader. Here comes Donna Double one with great strides on the outside. Donna Double one raced up takes the lead. It's the million dollar man for the Australian Cup. Donna number one wins it from Black Frenzy. Diego Balmarira behind them. Then came Ernest Bale. Well, good morning, Tom. Uh, I've got Tom Daly on the line. Tom, that must still give you a thrill listening to that, even though it was a couple of years ago. Yeah, it certainly does. Yeah, he was a good dog. He certainly was. And what a night to crack the $1 million mark. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, him and Fernando both cracked a million. And, uh, yeah, as you said, couldn't have been a better night. It was a very big race to win. And, and uh, uh, he just he won in beautiful perfect style the way he used to race come from behind and just stormed home he went he went good he certainly did it's a race the australian cup that's been good to you hasn't it uh, 2010 you won with dinah lachlan 2013 spud regis and then of course 2015 with dinah double one so going into the heats tonight tom you've got 10 runners spread across the heats plus reserves do you think you could make it a fourth one um We've got a number of dogs in that have got some ability. They're probably not up to the class on a double one, but um, depending on what other dogs are in there, they're, they're in with chances. There's some dogs there that uh, haven't drawn too badly and, uh, and uh, some sort of chance to make the pond. We'll have a look at a few of the heats. Uh, starting with heat three, you've got Mossimo Bale, Dinah Oscar and Oshkosh Yobbo, your brother George, trains. Um, so... It's, it is a hard heat. You've also got raw ability and extreme magic drawn on the outside of the track. But Mossimo Bale, that Cranbourne Cup winner, a terrific run there, and he looks like he's suitably drawn near the rails. Yeah, he's just, he just keeps improving every time he goes around, and he's uh, winning the Cranbourne Cup was good, and uh, um, he should go well at the Meadows. He's drawn nicely, and uh, yeah, if he can get near them early, uh, like I said, he's racing well. He sure is. He's a greyhound that seems to um, really have race smarts as well, like we saw in the heat of the Cranbourne Cup and, and also in the final. He's a greyhound, like you said, is improving all the time with more racing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. just hope for the best in that race. But he, he, he's drawn nicely. Just just needs luck like most dogs, most dogs in heats of these big races. You've got Dinah Oscar drawn outside him in box three. Uh, probably a harder task for Dinah Oscar. He's only having his sixth start tonight. Yeah, he's a he's a good young pup. But, um, this is a, as you said a big test for him up against raw ability and uh, dogs of that quality. Uh, Mossimo Vale, like you said, but um, he, he's capable of running time. And uh, um, if he happened to lob on the bunny, um, and then uh, he'll go right. He's been a little bit sort of uh, weak these last couple of runs, but he's had a couple of little problems. But I've been working on them this week, so hopefully we can rectify them and he'll be and he'll run it out a bit stronger. But uh, yeah, as you said, big step up in class, but he's. Uh, given a clear run, he'll run well. And he seems to begin quite well also, so I guess if he can get away to a good start, um, it'll give him some confidence as well in a field like this. Yeah, well, the start will be crucial if he gets into a bit of trouble early, especially against quality Group 1 dogs, he'll be in trouble. But if he gets, if he happens to uh, ping, which he can do, if he pings and gets on the bunny, uh, he'll run a cheeky race. 
And he showed that in a 29.46 win at Sandown recently. Looking at heat four, Tom, and you've got Lila Bale. Um, she's a greyhound that's uh, been unplaced her last few runs, but if we head back to mid-January, she ran that very quick 29.72 from box two here at the Meadows. Yeah, um, well, you wouldn't know with her. She's a very strange bitch. Um, <laughs> you wouldn't know what she'd do. She's one of these dogs that if she logs on the bunny, she can run She can run time, but if she doesn't, um, she's inclined to find trouble. And uh, the key to her is getting out of the box. If she, if she leaves, she could win, but if she doesn't, well, you, you wouldn't know what would, what would happen to her. She's oh. very clumsy in a field. Oh, well, um, an exciting chaser to look out for. She's had seven wins from her 14 starts there, so um, she has put it together on a number of occasions. Oh, yeah, she can run, yeah. She's a, she's a very quick pitch, but it's just, just sort of racing manners get her, get her in, into trouble of, uh, on a few occasions, but uh, hopefully she can get a clear run. And you've got out of range the dual group one winner drawn in that field as well, so it's going to be... Um, a tough ask, I guess, from box five for for her. But like you said, if she can get away to a good start, she's certainly got a big motor and plenty of ability. Uh, looking towards heat five here, and I really like this greyhound, Tom Hecton Bale. Um, he's just an exciting type, isn't he? Yeah, he is. He's a, he's, he's a slight bit tardy out of a box, but um, on the odd occasion he can get out. But uh, he'll he'll need to ping and get up there early uh, to, to win this race. But uh, He's capable of it. Yeah, given a clear run like most greyhounds, he, he can he can run fine, but he he need to get out and get get uh, clear running early. So just see how he goes. He's had a couple of runs recently over the 450 at Ballarat and run good time there. Then he was stepped up to the 600 for the Rookie Rebel last week. Back to the 525. Do you think um, changing distances is of any consequence to this greyhound? Oh, not really. He's as fit as a fiddle and. Uh, uh, he can run any distance, as shown by winning that race at uh, Ballarat over 4.57. Um, he, he's, he's got some pace over 4.57. He can run time over 500 and 600. So uh, um, he, he'll be right for Saturday night. He just, he just needs a clear run. I think uh, the heat of the Cranbourne Cup, Tom, it was a, a terrific run. He ran third there, but he really did look lost going into the first turn and he, he really had to try and draw on all his you know, race smarts to get him through. I, I thought it was a run that really showed that this greyhound, you know, with a little bit more maturity and racing, he's certainly going to be something special. Yeah, he's a good chaser and he, uh, like I said, he's just a dog that needs some room early. But uh, uh, and, and he doesn't mind the meadows, he likes the meadows, so just hopefully he gets, gets um, get a clear run here he goes. And you've got strike a light drawn on your inside. I mean, if she can begin, she might give him a good run into the race as well. Yeah, well, she should be she should be out of a box before he gets out. So uh, <laughs> hopefully, he gets some clear run, even though he might be behind her. If he can get uh, be within a few lengths, uh, hopefully he can be storming on. It's a tough a tough races as well. You've got uh, Jezelenko, you've got Slingshot Gypsy, he's got pace on the outside. Mystery Ride, I mean, we don't know what he does sometimes, but if he can begin as well, I mean, he's a very fast dog around the meadow. So interesting racing coming up. Like I mentioned, Tom, you've got 10 greyhounds engaged. George has got a couple um, and, a, and you've got some reserves. Out of all your greyhounds, I know we haven't mentioned them all, but uh, is there any sort of standout for you? Uh, well, they're probably our best dogs are Hector Bale and Mossimo Bale, but uh, they're all hard races and uh, they're not like uh, explosive beginners where you can say they'll get on the bunny and, and they should and they should win. They're, they're dogs that need uh, room early and luck, so we'll just put them in the box and hopefully they get some luck and we can make the final. They might do a diner double one for you. <laughs> Come from well, well behind. <laughs> well, they might have to because I'm 
I boast and won't be leading. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> It's um, interesting too because they're by Fernando Bale, who you know led nearly all his races out of Searle Bale. This has been a very, very promising litter as well. So um, who knows if which sire turns up, you know, which dog turns up, you might have a Fernando early, or you might have a Dino Double One. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, the Fernando uh, pups these days seem strong. His litter themselves uh, could run ground, uh, run over ground. So uh, Fernando's are quite strong. So uh, they don't seem to have the uh, in pace of their father, but then again, neither did most of them, so we we'll just have to see how they progress. Yeah, well, it'll be a great night of racing anyway. Best of luck, Tom. Um, you'll need all your helpers on deck tonight. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Thanks, Simone. Thanks, Tom. RSN 927's Talking Greyhounds with Simone Fisher. The Sky Racing Australian Cup Carnival continues tonight at the Meadows. It's free entry to see the stars in the heats of the Group 1 Australian Cup and the Superstayers. Plus live music on the deck and a massive colour fun fest for the kids. Get all the carnival info at themeadows.org.au. All Greyhounds, every Saturday across Victoria. RSN 927 is Talking Greyhounds. Yeah, pretty busy. Uh, Tom Daly tonight at the, the Meadows, but uh, they won't be easy to win any of those eight heats, Simone. No, they won't. There's always plenty of depth and um, sometimes some good value comes out of these heats too, John. All right, uh, dog to follow. Star of Magic, or well, last week's dog to follow, Star of Magic, he started second favourite in a semi-final of the Maiden at the Meadows on Wednesday. Began well, but could only manage fourth place, but I think still keep your eye on him. Mm-hmm. Dog to follow this week is Trit Trit. He's now had 13 starts for nine wins and two placings, ran at 34.07 at Sandown over the 5.95, and he looks ideally suited to the middle distance trips. He's trained by... Brooke Ennis. Keep a look out for Trick Trick. What about a best bet? Tonight, race five, number three in heat four of the Australian Cup. Out of range. Uh, he's a dual group one winner. He doesn't seem to have any real pace either side, and I think he looks a standout in this heat. Okay, race five, number three, out of range in one of the heats of the rich Australian Cup. What's coming up, Simone? Gap are having an adoption day at Bendigo tomorrow, the Australian Cup final next Saturday night, and Horsham Cup heats are just around the corner. Yes, they're racing their Cup uh, On the Saturday weekend. fortnight. Is, yes, Saturday night of the long weekend. That'll be yes. a big night up at Horsham. It should be. Look, years ago, they, for years, they held the Cup over the long weekend because they have a big fishing carnival right on the banks of the river mm-hmm. and the track is right on the banks of the river so they always got really good crowds for people who had been fishing during the day and wanted something to do in the late afternoon early evening so they've reverted back to that and I think it will be a really good move. Great work Simone enjoy the night out of the meadows it's going to be an absolute ripper. <laughs> Get those goggles on <laughs> In the meantime you keep those tails wagging everyone Short break coming up here on RSN 927. The other side will talk trots with the lads. Miracle Mile Night up in Sydney. Be a ripper. We'll be uploading the best of today's Talking Greyhounds to rsn.net.au. The Sky Racing Australian Cup Carnival continues tonight at the Meadows. Action-packed greyhound racing with heats of the Group 1 Australian Cup, plus live music on the deck and a massive colour fun fest for the kids. Get all the carnival info at themeadows.org.au.